It is in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is a typical for the Amina Margot. Bar quickly gets it back again. Oh, what a goal! Well, that sums up her season. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Vic Acres Wonderland. We are here for the Southampton game preview, which is going to be on Thursday night at St Mary's. It's going to be fantastic atmosphere, as I imagine, as we head into another Conti Cup Conti Cup fixture. <laughs> I am joined as always by Adam. How are you, Adam? Uh Good. It was a good weekend um, and very much looking for the return of some midweek football. Went all right for us in the last round. So, um, fingers crossed, repeat performance be quite nice. And we are joined by a special guest from the All Saints podcast. Uh, just let everyone know who you are and what the podcast is about and how you got into Southampton. Yeah, sure. OK, no problem. Um, first of all, I will just say apologies. My voice is a little bit hoarse um, after yesterday's game against Crystal Palace. Um, a seven goal thriller. Uh, yeah, it was in use and um, I'm paying for it today. <laughs> was that so anyway, a seven goal thriller win or was that a loss? It was a seven goal thriller win. Thank goodness. Excellent. We needed it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although if you talk to the Palace fans, they're like, oh, they're not happy at all. But hey ho, yeah, we came out victorious, which was just brilliant. But anyway, yeah, hi, I'm Jude. Um, I am the host and I suppose, well, co-host, host of All Saints Pod. Um, we started about a year ago, so we're now into our second season. Thoroughly enjoying it. Um, yeah, we've we've all the three of us, we've been sort of uh supporting the women's team from about 2019. Um, one of us actually was there from the right from the beginning of 2018. And um, yeah, we've you know uh, watched the girls come through the leagues and we just thought going into the championship last year, they've turned professional. We wanted to get more um, coverage and more kind of content out there about the team because we absolutely love women's football it's it's so much better than the men's and considering that I'm a saint we're so much better than the men's um <laughs> and so um yeah we we've we wanted to just try and help put the game put the, the team out there and just support women's football within our area because um apart from Southampton uh you know, there's a lot of teams that are in like grassroots. We've got the former um, Southampton Women FC, who, the, you know, the ones who actually kind of won the FA Cup eight times. I think it's only you, got, it's only Arsenal now, isn't it, who've um, actually surpassed oh, yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Um, but, you know, they were like trailblazers back in the 80s. So, um, you know, we, we, we get in touch with them. We have them on the, on the pod as well. Um, and we're just trying to, we, we just love women's football um, and we're just trying to get get it out there and make it accessible for everybody and just help the club 
because we all know how uh, how far behind it is from the the men's game, which is heavily, yeah, has so much mm. media. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're um, yeah, we're so second year of the championship, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, you never know. Maybe we'll go up, but at least if we can be in contention for it, it'll be another good season. So that's our aim, I think. Well, for those of us who are well, who have probably from a championship, whereabouts are Southampton at the moment in the shake-up? So um, we are currently third. Um, Excellent. Good. Yeah, which is pretty good. Um, we're currently behind. We're one point behind leaders Charlton, cheating Charlton, as we like to call them. Um and Sunderland are on the same points as them, and then we're a point behind them in third. Oh, blimey. I didn't. I knew Sunderland were doing okay. Um, I, I wasn't aware of Charlton, and I know Charlton again, another team that has heritage when it comes to women's football. The likes of them used to be um, certainly early 2000s. I think they won the FA Cup once. They actually you know, did have a few good years. So it's good to see them making a comeback as well. Although you say cheating, Charlton. Um, um, been a bit, yeah. bit dastardly skullduggery from them, has there? Well, yeah, a little bit. I mean, have you ever heard of a team to have 11 penalties within their first nine games of a season? Um, Yeah, of a season. Uh, that's, so 11, hang on, 11, 11 penalties. In consecutive games, they've had, so nine. nine games, so nine games of last season, in the first nine yeah. games, they had 11 penalties. We could do with some of that luck. Um, <laughs> this season, this season, yeah. um, they're probably on about eight penalties, and they and four games have been winning penalties that have got them the game. So that's twelve yeah, points. Seems, I mean, yeah, it's a bit cheeky. Seems when they seems when they lose a shootout in the Conti Cup, and then maybe these things will even themselves out. We shall see. <laughs> but it's Conti Cup is not league, so <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's. So we're yeah we're third, and uh, the win yesterday was against uh, high flying Crystal Palace, who actually have got a game in hand over all of us. And if they'd won, they would have gone top. Um, I oh. mean, they are they are currently um, they've got a goal difference of plus twenty two. Actually, no, sorry, twenty one now. Um, and um, <laughs> they they. They had scored. They've now they scored thirty one goals up until yesterday, and they've now scored thirty four mm. already, which in the championship is kind of unheard of. They had like a amazing um, game against Durham where they won nine one, which you just no. it's, yeah you no. don't get that in the championship. It's it's they're no, know, really close I games. I know it's very competitive. Like I said, yeah, close game. You don't normally get a, a battling like that. No, you don't. You don't. So yeah. they are half lying. If if they'd won, it have it would have it would have really dented our hopes of any sort of like being in 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 competition. But yeah, fortunately, fortunately, seven seven goal thriller. <laughs> we can breathe again. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, one, sorry. That's the one thing that I do love about the championship. It's very open. Uh, those first couple of weeks before the WSL started. It was almost six or seven teams that you were looking at potentially going up for that yeah. one spot, and it was just fantastic. The journey Southampton have had itself is huge, and mm -hmm. to put it in perspective, I think we have to go back to when the WSL and the Championship were 
expanding. They were looking to bring clubs in. So around this time, you had West Ham just starting, Aston Villa, Southampton were already had a club, but it wasn't really up there in terms of um, iron-flying teams. But just take us through what the journey that Southampton have, have had so far and what it means to have a team so successful at the moment. Yeah, so for us, uh, we formed in 2017. We are a completely new outfit, um, you know, that's now affiliated with the club. Uh, unfortunately, the, the previous team that was affiliated with the club, when we went down... Back in 2005, the men's side, that was it. They cut ties with the women's team, stopped all funding, and that was it. They cut them loose. And unfortunately, that team, I think, folded in about 2019. But so our new club, our new team, our new uh, run club, Saints FC Women or Southampton FC Women, um, we were founded in 2017. And in 2018, uh, the then Les Reed, who, or no, he's not the then, but he was our then um, football director of football, sorry. Um, he made the amazing decision to bring in a fantastic, amazing coach in the form of Arsenal legend, Marianne Spacey-Kell. And she's been with us now, been our head coach since 2018. And... Unfortunately, we were um, unlucky in our application to go into the the championship. Um, we got pipped to the post by Man United at the time, and yeah, so uh, we 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 started our journey um, for well from playing in the lower leagues. So we've been through all the Hampshire leagues. We've been um, in all the lower tiers of the um, the women's pyramid, and worked our way up. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been an experience and we, we, we were lucky. We, the reason we could form our club and where we've kind of grown and where Marianne saw the potential is because we already had a fantastic um, centre of excellence in the form of Hampshire's um, centre of excellence and then also the Southampton centre of excellence. So they kind of combined the two of them and that's what became Southampton FC Women. And uh, we've got some real talent that's actually come with us through the leagues. I mean, one of our players, Lucia Kendall, uh, she's a midfielder, kind of wants to be sort of bases herself on, um, it's like a Kira Walsh kind of type player. Um, so we're talking six years ago, bless her, she was 13, 14, running up the steps of our um, ground at Totten, you know, young thing. Um, and now she's a professional footballer at the age of 19. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, you know, it's massive, massive for her. And now she's playing, she's been called up to the under-23s as well for the, for the Lionesses. So, yeah, we, we've um, we've got a lot of homegrown talent. Uh, half of our team we've have been with us from the start. And if they haven't been with us from the start, they probably started off in our Southampton School of um, Centre of Excellence, been off to other teams. So for that, I'm talking about the likes of Atlanta Primus, Rosie Parnell, Laura Rafferty. And, you know, they've gone off. They've had their time playing for London Bees or Chelsea or um, London City Lionesses, been over in America. 
and now we've got them back in Southampton. So actually, when you look at our team, uh, bar about four players, they're all pretty much homegrown, which I don't think a lot of teams within both the WC and the WSL could boast at the moment. So, yeah, we love that. Um, and, um, yeah, up until... So we've had... So year on year, um, Marianne's installed a very professional outlook to the game. Um, you know, she, I think she's very much emboldened the the idea of, you know, you you act the, uh, you know, you 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 prepare and you act and you behave for the way you want to be, not where you are at the moment. And so um, the professionalism of our girls, the the uh, mentality of our girls has always been a level higher than where we've probably been and um it's it's just been it's been an absolute joy to watch them and of course we yeah you know we've had our times where we were playing in the sort of the lower leagues and maybe playing someone over on the Isle of Wight and smashing them like I don't know 15 nil um and that was yeah it's great fun to watch but you know it's not really testing the girls and so it's it's we've we've went through the through our journey of the last six years, we've had the likes of playing Coventry United in the FA Cup. And yeah, yeah that, and that was good. That was back in um, January 2020, just before lockdown. And we, um, you know, we gave them a good run for their money in the first half. Um, it was kind of criminal. We should have been, we could have been, not should have been, we could have been up like 3 0. And it wouldn't have, you wouldn't have batted an eyelid because we played so well. But obviously then, you know, second half comes in and the fact that they were professionals and, you know, we tired and unfortunately we lost, we lost the game 4-1. But that game, it was our first one playing at St Mary's. Um, we had a crowd of like five and a half thousand. Um, we, we, you know, that one goal was scored by our then amazing um, goal scorer, Rachel Panting, who's now back playing, bless her, after having a child and is now playing for Fulham. Um, you know, she was the first one to score at St Mary's. Uh, we've just broken records and um, sort of rising up through the leagues. And then we, tier three, so obviously COVID happened and unfortunately um, our league got curtailed. Uh, the girls had to have a layoff. Um, we didn't go back in, we didn't go back to that league. Um, and then we then got upward movement because of what happened with COVID. So we jumped from tier four to tier three in this and so in the season of 21 22 which is the season we came up in the end um we we came up against the likes of oxford against ipswich and and portsmouth as well they were in the running at the time they were like our big main rivals and in november we played ipswich at home and it was the first time that the team experienced defeat and Ipswich acted like they'd won the league when they won 2-0. And uh, yeah, they're lovely. Um, and <laughs> we kind of, um, I think that was kind of like a put a fire in the bellies of the girls. They're like, we're like, okay, we're not going to lose anything. We're not going to lose again. And um, in the January of 21, um, we played Bristol City, who were a league above us in the FA Cup. And we took that game to a nil-nil draw at full time. And then an extra time in the second half of extra time, we came out, we scored one goal 
um, our keeper then saved a um, a penalty, and we managed to turn over Bristol City to go into the next round of the, to the fifth round of the FA Cup. Um, through all this as well, we we were we went on a cup run in the League Cup, um, and so that season um, we then had. Because of like you know how well something you don't you guys don't experience anymore is like games being cooled off because of weather and and frozen pitches and waterlogged oh, no, pitches. No, no. <laughs> yeah, so plenty of those. <laughs> really, <laughs> still. Joe, Joe Montemiro's final season. I think there was like two games where the, the players turned up, and it was like no last season Brighton legendary moment the Brighton one because the Crawley game was fro- the pitch was frozen. Um, yeah, all the Arsenal fans turned up. Cancelled last minute, so lots of women more put some money behind no. and and all the fans <laughs> that travel got a free pint, and and so that's why there's a chant at the hospital, which is lots of buy for beers, buy for beers. It's uh, it's gone down in folklore, and of course we then played Brighton <laughs> uh, last weekend, and everybody yes, was very did. quick to bring up. It was a legendary moment. <laughs> yeah, I love that's, it. I love that it. Season the with the FA Cup and everything. It's a fantastic story because that was what really drew my attention back to Southampton. Mm. Um, there mm. were there were so many players that I could I could have named and mentioned at the time. Laura Rafferty, who actually yeah. chose to come down from Chelsea. Yeah, she went from Chelsea to Reading, and then she chose to go down to Southampton. So that's the kind of pull that a manager has. I think it is. When, when yeah. you're looking, and then that was so brilliant to see that, that she didn't even a, a Northern Ireland international. You don't really expect to see in the lower leagues of the football pyramid, but she no. she brought a lot of experience to that Southampton team. The, uh, you had Ky- Kyla Rendell in goal, who I absolutely love. She's a fantastic Kyla. goalkeeper, and um, I've been lucky enough to see her twice now in the playoff final and uh, against. Um, Oh, Wolves, Wolves. and yep. uh, and the uh, when the under twenty threes were up here playing against Belgium, and yep. and she had yep. a fantastic game as well. There's other t- players in that team, Mo- uh, Millie Mott, uh, as yep. you mentioned, Lucia Kendall as well. She's another fantastic player. And yep. if you look at them, and I have a feeling that if people aren't watching Southampton to get a feel for who are these future stars that could be potentially not just only playing for Southampton but they could be potential England internationals yeah yeah you've you've, you've forgotten one of them um Ella Morris yeah yeah she's another one I mean uh so the the most recent under 23s Lioness is under 23s we actually had four players there which was Kayla Rendell sorry Rendell my mother will kill me <laughs> Kayla Rendell uh Lucia Kendall um, Ella Morris and Molly Pike. You could also add to that quite easily Paige Peak. Um, she has also been with the under 23s, but she's missed out. But she'll be back in there after her performances of late. She'll be back in there. So we'll have five players who are from Southampton in that um, Lionesses squad, and that's phenomenal. I don't that you know. Yeah, there's other there's other players like Katie Rawlinson and, and um, Robinson. Sorry, and. Uh, a few others, you know, you, you, uh, you know them, but five from one team actually playing as well. Yeah, they're special. They really are special. So, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that season then. Um, yeah, so we, we then, um, so we had all these backlog of games and we had about a two two month period where we were playing three games a week. 
and the girls were getting to um, sort of spend a lot of time with, with each other on the road. And it just built our team spirit. I mean, not that it wasn't, it was bad anyway, but it just added. And you had that that period of playing three games a week, which obviously meant they had to be on their A game. They had to be fit. They had to be, um, you know, have the best recovery and then come back and perform again. Um, we 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 played all of the top teams within the league. We had we had still had them to come, and they they were going to be like the last few games of the season. First of all, we had to go away and play. Ipswich in the I mean you couldn't make it up it was it was just like a flipping Henry uh we got Ipswich in the fifth round of the of the FA Cup this is an excellent story I love this this story to bits it was a real shame that again I, uh, don't, I don't. I'm sorry I'm a big I, I love the FA Cup and I just wish that you, yeah, they yeah. were able to push it out a little bit more because there's that moment in that game that oh, sums up the beauty of the FA Cup it and was absolutely phenomenal <laughs> Go on, I'll let you. No, 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 I'll let you explain because you're the Saints fan. Yes, you've drawn Adam in. Just explain it in your own words because this so, is an FA Cup folklore that no one's been able to see because it hasn't been allowed on footage at all. No, well, oh, Sorry, I don't you. know about that. I don't know about that. Well, so you've seen, um, the, out... seen it on Twitter, but that's about it because. Yeah, no yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, in that respect, it, it wasn't out there. So um, you have to imagine that um, we've yet to play Ipswich in the league and we're heading into this this FA Cup game, which is it's pretty much us because they were second at the time. We, we were, as you know, they were top at the time. We were second and we had all these games still in hand that we still had to play and we still had yet to play them in the league. And we still had um, the likes of, Ips, of um, Oxford and Portsmouth as well, which, you know, any one of those teams could have taken points off us and that was it, our season was over. But FA Cup Festival, and we went into that game and, um, yeah, as I said, Ipswich, not the, not, not the friendliest of people. <laughs> Bless them. Um, not the, you, know, you, know, you know how uh, there's a lot of people who kind of go, you know, women's game, it's women's football, we'll all kind of um, get together and, and we'll have a great time and you, you, you don't have to segregate us, we'll be fine. Not with Ipswich, it won't happen like that. Um, it's definitely a case of segregation. Anyway, um, it was a really hostile match and um, you've got... It, two sides that are really good really competitive and are just going at it and but it was a stalemate it was a complete stalemate until um they they won a penalty from us and up steps Paige Peak who probably from that game is now at Southampton um she um she did what Paige Peak does absolutely amazing so yeah she will be one of our penalty takers on Thursday if it comes to it um and uh she slots at home they go absolutely crazy they think they've won it again and um we kind of like ah oh, yeah but we never gave up hope anyway it gets to full time and you're like oh right okay goes into time added on Kayla comes up from the um other end of the pitch this is our goalkeeper and we win a corner so Kayla comes up we win a corner Kayla comes up Lucia she whips in a ball gets it right on the head of Kayla who smashes it into goal and we go absolutely ballistic it was the most I mean yeah you have to see it that it is it is phenomenal what she did was it was just amazing anyway so we go crazy the game goes to um penalties 
and um, yeah, unfortunately, we didn't we didn't go we didn't progress. But <laughs> no, no. But it's 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 the 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 the, the point was the fact that it went, you got through that game right at the last minute. Last minute, you know, Kayla comes up from from her end, comes up, scores that winning, scores that equalising header. We all go wild, and then yeah. But <laughs> so you've then got all these all these Ipswich fans who then think they've won the league again because they've managed to beat us twice now. And they're kind of uh, going, oh, you know, we've bettered you in the cup. And we're like, you do realise there's no cup for coming, um, for getting to the quarterfinals, right? There isn't one. Um, so then we've got, I think we had another three games to go. No, another two games to go before we then played. Um, I think we played Keensham. We we're, beat them like 9-0 away. We then had... Um, we must have had Oxford. Yeah, we had Oxford. Oxford took us to the wire. Uh, the game was... Oh, no. No, sorry. Rain it back. So we played that. We played Ipswich in the Cup um, in, I think it was the end of March-ish time. We then had to play them on the 2nd of April hmm. in, uh, in the league game. And... Um, as I said, you get nothing for get for coming second for um, for getting into the quarterfinals. Nothing. There's nothing. You just got you get you got to play against West Ham and lost one nil. Whoop. Um, anyway, we then go. We all then go up there again, and at this time, um, it was a masterclass from Lucia Kendall. Uh, she whipped one in. She scores. We then had someone. Uh, uh, some I think Paige then also had another penalty. She scores that against us. And then we had the winning goal. I can't even remember who scored it, but we won 2-1. We won the league that day. We still had about another four games to play, but we won the league that day. And you and um, Ipswich kind of like, ah, oh, that's it. And literally their manager was like, that's it, we're done, we're done. He'd given up already, even though there was still like three weeks left of the season for him. And um, yeah, we then went on to, um, we had to beat Oxford and we had to beat, Portsmouth to win the actual league to sort of say it was ours but Ipswich had given up by that point <laughs> um, which was really funny and um, we t Oxford took us to a 3 all draw and then we won, we won the league at home in St Mary's at St Mary's sorry with a crowd of about 6,000 um, won it 2-0 and we got to lift the cup in front of all of our, um, our home support. We'd also won the league cup that year and then um, by winning the league, obviously, we then had to go on and play the um, the uh, play playoff final, which has now been scrapped. Yeah, and, um, yeah. it's what to get to because you won the league, but that yep. doesn't give you a play. You don't get into the championship for doing that. You, um, you, you, you have to do the playoff, don't you? Is it against? The, is it the relegated team from the championship, or is it this another league? No, 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 no. So, so. Um, the tier three is split into two. You have a southern right, okay. league. You have a southern league, which goes up to about uh, Birmingham, sort of like the cutoff. And then mm -hmm. you have the northern league, which is everybody above that. And there's twelve teams in each. And um, up up until so up until last year, you had to mm. go. So it was top. It was top of the southern, top of the. Northern, they had to play this um, playoff final that happened three weeks after the league had finished. 
So you've got a three-week gap before you play again. Um, and then whoever won that is the one who progressed to the championship. But now that's scrapped. That's all gone. Good. So, good. yeah, it is good. Although it was a lovely trophy and I'm really glad we won it. So, you know. Who was it, who was <laughs> it you beat to get in the, who was it you beat in the playoff then, was it? It was Wolves. Well, yeah, uh, Wolves well, I, I do remember yeah. hearing about that game vaguely, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, yeah. and in the championship now. <laughs> and then we got into the championship. Yeah, so we've been in the championship for um, a year and a... This is our second season. So... Mm. Um, and we started off our first season. Um, we had our first game was a massive wake up call to the um, t- to the championship. Uh, we lost two 0 to Charleston, who got two penalties. Of course, um, two penalties, but they didn't score one of them. But they handballed their second goal and still won. Um, yeah, so hence cheating Charlton. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, uh, expecting like, like a, I'm, I'm expecting to hear like a muttly sort of chuckle yeah. in my ear, just hearing about this. Just sort of, just, <laughs> if, um, if if I could, if if I could, I, yeah, I would be. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, boys. And then yeah, um, we then went away to Lewis, and that game, that the first half, it was a game of two halves, literally, and um, <laughs> they, they were two nil up. And uh, we came out and we turned it around. Ella Morris scored our first goal in the championship with her. Oh, um, she was just amazing. And it's funny because she wears the number two shirt. Um, but pretty much she's she's a really versatile player. And um, you'll see her more effectively used by Marianne as like a winger. And so Ooh. she was on as a winger and she kind of pushed up. And we had the bench of the... Um, Lewis lot behind us and they're like oh she's a number two what's she doing that far up the pitch anyway she scored and it's like that's why um and then um Laura Rafferty she had a lovely chip um and got us our second goal in the championship and our first point within the championship and we then went on a lovely nine game unbeaten run up until Christmas last year mm. um yeah, and then unfortunately, second second season we tailed off a little bit, and that's 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 a, we 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 finished sixth, but um yeah, we've come back fighting this season. No, no, no. <laughs> Go on. Oh, so I was going to say the way you describe obviously the, the matches, they they sound fantastic to to hear. Um, but is it not frustrating just there's no coverage of this um with the championship that there's no. Apart from maybe one goal you'll get at the end of the women's football show, um, there's very limited coverage of the championship. So um, I think I think the year before was more frustrating for us. Um, mm. You know, from the 21-22 season, uh, we were not getting Twitter updates. We so if you didn't go to an away match, you weren't you had no idea what was happening. Um, and that's when my fellow like co-hosts came into um, well, then they kind of stepped in. So we we they started a Twitter. They both started a Twitter within like um, about three weeks of each other, and you know named it Saints FC fans or what have you. And um, that that was that was in like October of twenty one, mm. and they through that they kind of started building um, buy in. Well, not buy in, but support a supporter base. The club then took on that Twitter and in January of 22, 
and we started getting like match day um, graphics. We started getting up match, um, match day, you know, minute by minute up. Well, not minute by minute, but, you know, key moment updates, which was something that we'd never had. Um, and you, you, you know, we didn't have we didn't have the likes of FA player at the time. So um, sometimes the games would be streamed if the club were able to do so. Um, but, you, you know, you're really heavily reliant on that. Um, we were also really heavily reliant on the main on the men's club to kind of post anything about the women. Um, so it's it's you know like we've only um, in the last in the last year they also then started up an Instagram site and we get sort of updates from that, but it's really difficult. Um, there, there's a lot more they can do. There's so much more they can do, and they are getting there. It, it's it's um, it's a lot of work, and I think. Yeah. We, we, we've helped with it we, we no doubt we've helped with it we've pushed them um and we're starting to sort of see a lot of benefit now and we're getting back more and they're getting more from us and it, it's, it's it's a nice little synergy and it's growing it's always growing um it's just going to take work and we know that and I think a lot of us are in for that we're we're, we're quite happy to you know um give up our evenings and our weekends we just we, we just want to support the girls because you know they deserve it that this is this is someone's daughter their, their girlfriend their partner you know this is um this is girls who have dreams and they just want to play football and they, and they want to do the same thing as the men do and get and get the same kind of accolades and the same rewards and so you know we, we really want to just enhance what the club put out there and um just you know get the word out that women's football it's it's a great watch Come and watch us. That's that's what so our aim is. The, the game that's happening on the Thursday night match is at St Mary's. Yeah. Um. So is this going to be streamed on the Southampton website as well? Because it's the occasion. Do you know what? Um. I, be, I went, believe Arsenal are going to do it for theirs. Well, they usually do. Yeah. Had confirmation of who's going to have the uh, the FA player? Do we? I think it might be Brighton. Ah, uh, right. Uh, not Brighton. Sorry, Bristol have that. Mm. Um live one or i might i might be getting things confirmed but uh, not confirmed mm. sorry um but it's the problem with the conti cup because because mm. of no tv rights you're having to jump around the different websites you don't know if it's the fa player or if it's the club home site or the away site or who's covering it at all um i mean me and matt we're lucky enough to be there um for the game we can't wait but for many who are watching around the world um saints and arsenal fans um I'm guessing it's not been confirmed who's actually going to be broadcasting it. It's a, it's a good point, actually. Um, I think from a Saints point of view, we're just hoping that as many people are there actually at the stadium on, well, yeah. um, you know, uh, on 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 Thursday. But whether the game will be streamed as well, um, I'll definitely find out because I can. Mm. We can find that one out and let you know. Because yeah, sure, you guys want to. You've got well, a little bit of a bigger fan part. base. Yeah, no, Especially I get it. Not, not doing a stream. Um, or yeah, yeah. We absolutely want to because we will get plenty of messages saying, where can we watch this? Because lock, the classic was lockdown. When we had lockdown, Conti Cup, um, the only way you knew if anything was happening for an Arsenal game was um, Tim Stillman updates. Um, leading yeah. to the legendary tweets that happened. Um, they, we, were, we were celebrating yesterday. Oh, well, over the weekend. Of the, uh, <laughs> more, I don't know if you saw it. There was a penalty shootout between Arsenal and Spurs that ended yeah. with... Um, Alex Morgan spooning it over the bar and Mia Velti um, scoring. <laughs> and it's all, and, and, and all um, Tim's tweet was just um, Morgan misses um, and Velti scores, and that was it. I mean, 
like our campaign was a mess, but that was sort of the high point. I mean, I know Matt enjoyed it. I know Matt enjoyed it being a Lairdelty fan. Um, but that was, yeah. So hopefully we'll be, someone will be able to watch it. Um, no, yeah, so I've, I've... St Mary's. So where do you normally play your games, if not at St Mary's? Just for people that don't know, um, maybe we want to pop down to the South Coast and have a watch. So we actually play our games at St Mary's. Oh, they're all at St Mary's now. They have to mm-hmm. take on full St Mary's. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Um, okay, superb. Yeah, yeah. So, so literally um, moving up to the um, championship, the club took up, said, right, that's it. You are Southampton. You deserve to play here. You are going to play here. And we're playing at St Mary's. Um, that is fantastic. It is, it is. It is really good. And, you know, we, we the whole way through last season, we had the highest attendances across the board mm. for all um, all. Um, yeah, all championship games, all all championship mm. games. We were the highest attendance for every single game, even the ones that we went to. So the, the away attendances, um, you know, we we've got a really good little following that's coming with us now, and um, yeah, and it's just growing. It's just growing. We had our first. I know it sounds crazy, um, but we had our first full coach uh, went up to Crystal Palace yesterday, and oh, yeah, I was blown away it was absolutely amazing and that was club arranged it was all mm. you know it, um it's been it's, it's, you know compared to last year where we took about i don't know i think we took like 16 people up to um to sunderland uh for an 11 mm. 30 kickoff leaving at 3 30 in the morning um you know the club have yeah. been brilliant they've supported us and they've taken us and we've gone and yeah it's been fantastic and uh, we, you know, it's not just the mums, it's not just the parents. Um, we're growing in numbers, and uh, you're, you're, we, we swell. We've sometimes we would like more than the actual home support. It, it was surreal last year, really surreal. Um, this year, our numbers have gone down a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think a lot of people bought season tickets because they thought, yeah, 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 I want to jump on board. Saw the Euros and thought it'd be fantastic. And then, mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, I think a lot of us, we all, if if you're like a, I don't know if you guys follow the men as well. If you're like both teams or if it's just like the women I, or I'm if both, it... I'm a both teamer. I'm a both teamer, but I, obviously yeah. the men's team got relegated sadly, um, and I can sort of understand that might have caused a bit of a lack of you know disappointment in the club might have had a trickle effect on the women's team um yeah I don't I maybe maybe that was it but I think it's just the time um you know a lot of our weekends now well certainly last year it was really hard going I think um about three games it sounds really bad three games clash but that's three games out of 22 isn't it which you might have to miss one or other mm. And I was active, actively having to choose, right, OK, I'm going to the women because they need me more um, rather than, you know, 30,000 men, shit, football at the moment. Sorry, bad football at the moment. <laughs> right. um, um, and, um, well, yeah, yeah. It's a, bit, it's a bit easier being an Arsenal fan because there is no choice because the men's are all sold out. It's just, well, I'll just go to the women's game. <laughs> ah, <laughs> interesting. We don't, I mean, I can, I'll go to a men's game when I can. I mean, I've got a membership, but... I'm not a season ticket holder with them, and I probably never will be just because of the waiting list. So it's like, well, yeah, okay, I hear I'll about go to that. women's game. And um, we get the occasional Emirates game, but Mellor Park is a fantastic ground. Um, so yeah. it, it works quite well, but I can totally get, yeah, especially yeah, juggling the two, especially when in the same stadium. Um, and you, you've got two avenues to juggle. It, it is, a, yeah, 
we've had a few moments. I remember there was a derby, I think the North London derby, we had North London derby Emirates Stadium, and then immediately afterwards at Meadow Park, we had a home game against Man City, and we were people having to get people to sprint across North London to get to the different <laughs> stadium. Um, yeah, Sky Schedule has got a lot to answer for for us. Oh, it does. Don't. So, and it's, it's, I mean, it's not so bad now. We haven't, fortunately, uh, the one good thing about being in the championship, you kind of know when your games are going to be. They're going to be on a weekday, probably a Tuesday, and you're going to play on a Saturday. Fantastic. Yeah. Women can play on a Sunday. Brilliant. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think I think just people just, yeah, they, there was a lot of people who went, yeah, and then we didn't. And then because we sort of had such a uh, drop-off, I mean, it was a drop-off, but it wasn't. Um, you know, technically, we could have we could have finished as high as third last year, I think. This is fourth, third, third, fourth. But just results. Um, you know, we lost our last game of the season. Unfortunately, yes, we 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 got sick. But first season in the championship, fantastic! It was amazing. Uh, this year, we've recruited well. Um, we've got some really good players. The the appetite from the team is it's just there you can just see that they're all working for each other and um, they're having an absolute joy to watch this year Um, not that they weren't last year but there's just something a little bit different and um, if they can keep hold of that then you know things look good for us I think Um, looking towards um, the match has there been any word on the level of of attendance we can expect because I'm hearing the away support well from our perspective the away support looking quite strong I mean you were talking about coaches and stuff and one of the big positives about this season certainly has been the huge uptick in the way support when Leicester City was a big example um, with a huge turnout for that um, so we're hoping to bring some noise to St Mary's but what are we going to face um, <laughs> at the other end of the pitch is it going to be a, a packed St Mary's or a half full and what are we sort of what are you up against so for us then um, our highest attendance was for the Tottenham game technically uh, where we had about eight yeah. and a half last year. Um, how did, how so, did that game go, by the way, the Spurs game? How did it? Um, it was really tight, actually. Um, there was not a lot in it. it they only won by one nil. Okay. All right. So that okay, that's why they're second. Um, second group. Um, yeah. Okay. That's good. So eight. So eight, well, I mean, eight thousand. Is it good? Hmm. But that that was last. That was last season. Oh, sorry. I'm not meant this season. So. No, 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 no. We haven't, we, we haven't, we haven't played them yet. They're in their uh, game in January. It's right. uh, okay. Bristol and Reading that you've played at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, we played Bristol and Reading, and um, beating oh, Bristol was that. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Brist- Bristol was a um, tight one-one, uh, really mm-hmm. tight. So we took it to penalties, and we beat them on penalties. Um, yeah, so that was phenomenal. And then uh, Reading, uh, both teams, I would say, put out B teams for the game. Um, oh, and okay. yeah, because Reading, bless them. Um, I'm sure you've heard about what's happening happening at Reading. Yeah, it's not good. It's, it's all a bit disruptive. It, it's really sad to see because they were for many years a really good sort of stable WSL club that was sort of fighting yeah. against the title. You don't have to be a Premier League club to be a WSL club. And they got yeah, some really yeah. good scalps and um, beat Chelsea once, which is nice. Um, and then they just sort of fell away. It was very sad to see. Yeah, and and, and it's not it's not even just that. It's the fact that what's happening in their overall club. Um, mm. You know that they've got the whole finance re, um, sh- uh, problems that are going on, and you know yeah. there's yeah wage you know players not being paid and 
yeah sad sad times it's not it's not good uh i i don't like it that there's the the independent clubs that have mean, meant so much to the women's game like um your donny bells your the yeovils the um you know lewis to a degree you know that that it's especially with the fact that the FA's turned around and said, right, all Premier League teams, you have to have a women's team because you just know what's going to happen. Um, yeah, it's a little bit worrying that one. Premier League clone, that's what it's going to be, isn't it? You're just going to have yeah, a club itself. Yeah. It is, but yeah. It, what it can is, you do? So it, it is, it is. But, um, but yeah, um, so, yeah, so, for, so uh, at the moment, We've we've hit the ten thousand mark. We've over hit the ten thousand mark. Brilliant, um, brilliant. It would be it would be absolutely phenomenal if we could reach the fifteen. Uh, mm. I think if this was this game this weekend really helped. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we. I would love it if we hit 12, 12 13. 15 is like a dream. Bit, that's going to be a bit Kevin <laughs> Keegan then. I'd love it if we beat twelve. I'd love it. I'd love it if we got twelve. Um, no. I mean, yeah. I, I can't wait to be there. I was there for the Euros for the um, England Northern Ireland game. Um, and yeah, it's a, it's what a game beautiful. that was! Oh, it was fantastic. Um, I it had, was. Uh, I think, it was two two goals at my end of the pitch, but I was right next to the Northern Ireland fans who did not stop singing for the entire. It was beautiful to watch, um, and it's a lovely stadium. I'm very much looking forward to going back there. Um, so, what what sort of team? Can we expect? What, who should we be worried about as, as Arsenal fans? Thinking um, we've probably got a mental idea who we're going to have in our team. We might just predict it, but who should we be concerned about from a Southampton perspective? Hello. Hello. No, I think. Oh. Oh well, I, we might have lost you there, but we'll try and get her back. But I'll come to you, Matt, um, very quickly. While we have a look at that, what? Um, how do you think Arsenal will be uh, lining up for the um, game against Southampton? Well, with that in mind, it's it is one of those ones where you think the players that didn't play um, will be definitely on. So I imagine Spooner and goal. Then. Yep. Uh, Left back again is between Casey and Steph again. Um, Steph didn't start, so I imagine probably Steph starts this one. Um, then, it depends if they shake it off the knocks. That's the thing. Yes, there was that's the whole the, thing about the knocks. That's the other thing. Um, yes, that's true. Um, Centre back pairing that probably means you're well. Uh, at the moment, Leia Kadina is the only one that hasn't features mm. compared to some of the others apart from Jen. Jen wasn't on the bench at all last last weekend. Um so uh, sorry maybe Leia and Jen to start with. And then on the we right are, hand we are side. We're basically going like a full sort of photo negative on the entire team, aren't we? we basically I mean it, I don't, it, I don't yeah. think we've had a Yen Kadina sort of partnership. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, I think this this is gonna be the strongest get the strongest team we're gonna face. I think Tottenham aren't going to take this seriously. In oh, the, you pay a second string. So I, I imagine that, especially with our, I'm pretty sure we have a double North London derby in a row, haven't we? One at Meadow Park and then the next one at the Tottenham Stadium. So I imagine that with the, 
this is going to be our diff- most difficult match. Southampton will 100% bring it on no matter what who's that, who they bring out. Um, so it's a case it is a case of players being rotated and who comes in um that right hand signs Noel or Katie uh, I, think, I, I think Noel will start again I think Noel like, will say it right back and it might be Kat Neffer I think what would be interesting is the midfield because there's a case that well if Kim's fit you might start her with Velty who only came off the bench you could go mm. I'll give you a first. Or you, or you know, do you keep Kyra, do you keep Kyra and Palova for three games in a row? Three games in almost a weekish. Well, maybe not quite weakish, but it's like you've had them in the in the League Cup, the Leicester game. Well, we've four games in a row, won't you? It'll be the League Cup, the Leicester game, the Brighton game, and then play them again. You know, for, I, I don't know. That no, that's a bit much. But I mean, they were they have been terrific. I um, think what's going to happen is for definite. We're going to have. Um, if we'll have Frida coming on as the attacking midfielder because she's she's slowly getting back to her usual self at the moment. There were there isn't as much of the um, shooting straight at the defender or passing <laughs> instead of passing it off or anything like that. There's less of that now, and it feels like she's slowly getting back to herself. So I'd like to see Frida start this one as the attacking midfielder. That then yes. questions who you put in. I think you've made a Excellent observation there because both Leah and Kim, Kim wasn't there, but I would imagine maybe Kim would have to come in just to get some sort of minutes. So depending on the result, I'd imagine she probably comes off in the 60th to 65th minute mark. And then you play Kyra in there for the moment or um, Katrine. Katrine's actually probably more favourable to start if, you were That's a good look. point, actually. We could probably start because maybe Katrine next to a Velti, or maybe next to a Kim. Maybe sort of learn off her shoulder. Um, it depends. Depends how obviously how tough Southampton are going to make us. We don't want to underplay our hand to the extent that we no. get sort of caught out because it's from what we've learned. This Southampton team, especially under Mary Marianne's watch, they're going to be up for this, and it's going to be a lot for Mary as well. She's going to want to get one over Arsenal. You know, it's going to you want to sort of be sort of you know master apprentice sort of thing. I, think I, I, I wouldn't say this is like a like a sort of revenge or anything like that. This I think this They're is going to be but it, but this is going to be it's the awesome, it? it's it's almost like the very two similar teams are going up against each other. Um, from the way that both of them play, I mean, I mean the fact that they were playing Crystal Palace at the weekend and played for and played in a four three win for them just sort of tells you that there is vulnerabilities there similar to Arsenal yes. at times yeah. so I I think we're going to see a fantastic game of football and, and I, I hope think... they don't go low block I really I mean I'm not saying I want them to come at us because it'd be easy for us but I want to see you know it's not every time a, a WSL high level WSL team which you know, we are no it's not you know our boast comes to a ground you know like St Mary's this is a yeah. this is this is their their cup final basically I know they're saying that do the same. You don't win a trophy for simply beating a team in, in a cup, you know, in the early round. But this is, is going to be a massive occasion for them, and I really hope they put on a really good, really good spectacle for what sounds like it's going to be a record attendance, you know, over over ten thousand. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I think we'll we'll need to make sure we don't we don't go too over rotated. I think we need, we need to have some experience in the team. I think Kim Little will provide that, and then I think we'll start with Steena. 
think he was dealing with Frieda in behind. And then I think he will start with Hertig on the left and Lacas on the right. And I think it's similar to the Bristol City game. I wouldn't be surprised, but at this moment in time, because Steena has started. Do you think we might see, um, is, it, is, it, is it Vivian Leah? Do you think we might see her? Start? I, I do wonder if, I know Viv's also had a bit of a knock, so I don't know if she's going to 100% be fit oh, the available. Other, which, which, which Viv? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, th- I, I, I generally think that there might be options out there where we might have to maybe stick Lena up top and then maybe not. Well, I need. I, I would, ideally you want Caitlin to rest because for the moment. Um, the, but, the one player you haven't mentioned is Beth. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, we, Beth started at the weekend. So um, whether she could play another game so quickly, um, but I'm sure she'll be a bench option. Absolutely. Because um, if we don't see our lionesses, I think you're going to have about eight thousand of that crowd be like, "What the hell?" Um, yeah, hey, you'll, have, you'll have lots of women. Probably, That's probably true. <laughs> That's true. But but to be honest with you, I'd lo- I'd love to, I'd love from a from a lioness ha- um, head, um, I'd love to see Beth back. Um, I think we're missing her in the lionesses as much as you guys are probably missing her in Arsenal, although you're not oh, now missing her in Arsenal. But you know what I mean. Um, she's just such a player. She is so phenomenal. And, um, uh, yeah, if she doesn't get some minutes on Thursday, uh, yeah, you're going to have a lot of people crying, as well as Russo. If you if we don't see Russo, there'll be a lot of people who would be like, well, kids, <laughs> girls, a, lot of the curl, a lot of the girls are going to be, like, really upset on that one. She, yeah. she did score one of the goals of the tournament at St Mary's against Northern Ireland. Um, she did. I would love it if, yeah, I'd love it if she could do that again. Maybe another bench option. Um, I think obviously playing ninety minutes against Brighton, Jonas might think well, I'll keep on the bench for the for the West Ham game. Um, one of the questions we did try to ask you is, um, what can we expect from Southampton? Who are the players that we should be worried about? Yeah, so um, I think if you look at our game that we played yesterday, um, I would be very surprised if it's not a very similar lineup that comes out um, on mm. on Thursday. However, saying that, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Actually, oh, I don't know. It's it, you're right in as much as this is like a, a cup final. I don't want to say that though because that's kind of really sort of um, no. But this is this is going to be the probably. It's almost like a test to say if you got promoted yeah. next season. Yeah, yeah. This is it, how and, you imagine your team would yeah. like face against at St Mary's next season. Yeah, and and that's exactly how we are approaching it. We're like we will we will one hundred percent go into this game with the with the um, belief that we can turn you over. We, we you know if we what's the point if mm. we don't have that belief. Um, and Marianne probably will put out her best 11, which, as I say, probably won't be that dissimilar to the team that came up against um, uh, Crystal Palace. Now, mm. the game yesterday, you can look at it and you can go, OK, we lost 4-3. Actually, we won 4-3. It, oh, sorry, we won 4-3. Oh, you know what I mean. Sorry, we won 4-3. We won, we won. We most definitely won. So, um but and you could argue that yeah okay we let in three goals. Um, now you'd have to know what's happened throughout the season to kind of look at that and go oh hang on that's not great. But we actually changed our formation yesterday, and so 
we kind of switched back to something that we haven't done for a while. And I think that's where the uh, where maybe some of the mix ups came. And that's where, you know, Palace probably um, got advantage of that and, and made the most of it and got their goals. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting what lineup she comes out with, but also how she sets the team up. Um, and I think, yeah, our captain's going to play. And, and that is Rosie Parnell. Um, she is phenomenal. She she is a uh, she is our unsung hero, as we like to call her within our um, our squad. And you're going to have you will have Paige Peak in there. Uh, you've mentioned also Millie Mott, who she's not playing for the under 23s for the Lionesses. But that's because she's fully focused on Saints, and she is just ah uh, she's she's like a she's like Skulls. She's like she's a bit like Alan oh. Bull. She's yeah she's she. Uh, I'm not kidding you. She the, the girl is phenomenal. She she can read a game, and um, she's just she is she's that good. I I, I can't. Um, she's just brilliant. She's she she's just one of us. She's just a player that it's it's her reading of the game that is just like um, it's years above her age. Years above her age. Um, she's going to be 21 soon. Um, she's at the end of this month in fact a day after no not a day about five days after the game on Thursday she's going to be 21 um I don't know I don't know why that came up but yeah it's because I know her but yeah when her birthday is but she's like she's like amazing she's really good Mm. Uh, you've then then you've then got Ella Morris who um we call her our star girl she that's the song that we have for her you know it's um but Bowie's star man. Oh, um, star boy, your star girl, yeah, star man. Yeah, quality song. Love a bit of Bowie. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear that in the stands. Oh, we're trying. Um, the, the funniest <laughs> thing I was, I was watching your, I watched your game. Who were you playing last week? Brighton. Oh, Leicester, Leicester, Brighton. Well, Brighton the weekend and then Leicester the weekend before. Oh, it must have been Leicester the weekend before uh, then, and hmm. um because it must have been on an FA player and all I could hear was the songs and it was like oh my god we sing that for such and such player we sing that for, uh, yeah I mean mm. if, if there's a gold standard when it comes to support it's Arsenal uh you guys oh, are phenomenal <laughs> no 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 but it's true though isn't it and, and like also Bristol I watched I watched and listened to that game and the just the amount of songs that you guys are churning out and you you just don't stop which is what we're trying to do we're trying to build that and we're 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 getting that well we're not getting there we're we're it's a work in progress but um the more we do it the more we kind of just show that it's all right to make noise at football um yeah that that, that whole support thing we should just say because it's been I think Leicester they celebrated a year of this group called the Red and White. And that was basically, I think about four people in the stadium yeah. trying to sing. And only yeah. about 16 people had gone to the game. And it was just about just finding these, these just these, these people who were scattered across like the stadium for the game, thinking, trying to amalgamate them together into sort of one moving, one you know, creature. And yeah, so yeah, now yeah. collecting North Bank. And, it, and it's just, it's like a magnet, just, just attracting more and more and more and more into it. And now we've got these, Huge traveling support. I mean, I went to the Spurs game last season with them, and it was brilliant. We got we get we get a pub beforehand. They all gather and they all go, and it's taken a year of just building and liaising with the club, and then you get moments yeah. like you said with the Leicester game where, where it all works out. And yeah, there are some chances maybe 
do sound familiar because I think they they transcend men's and women's football. Yeah, absolutely. We, it, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It shows what it can be if everybody's bringing yeah. together. It sounds yeah. like Southampton are doing something pretty special there as well. So give it, we yeah, keep it up. Yeah, do do please do. I can't wait to to experience it. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. We're trying, we're trying. Um, uh, I I also went to your um, uh, what was it? Which was the game? The semi final, Champions League semi final, Wolfsburg oh, last no. year. Oh. I know, I know, it was a heartbreak. I know it was a heartbreak. But what ah, oh, the atmosphere that you guys created in that I stadium, know. it was ah, oh, it was just it reminded me so much of the um, Euros final last year. That ah, yes. oh, I was blowing away it was just ah, oh. and it's like you know that's what we want that's where we want to be um and that's you know we'll get there uh we're aiming for it but um yeah it, it was electric and I, I was I was blown away by how, how good it was and the, the thing I love about the women's one is there's none of the aggression uh there's none of the there's none of the negativity. There's none of the nastiness that you get with the men and the tribalism that you get with them. I mean, there's a tribalism, but there's not any of that angst and the anger and the and the and the frustration that you get in the men's game when things don't start going your way. It's just mm. pure singing, and I love that. I I absolutely we, love we, it, and that's what we're trying to do. Well, we have we, we just discussed because there was an, a bit of dispute with uh, a steward who um, criticised the North Bank for. Um, using profanity in in chants, and we always say we, we don't we don't we don't hurl abuse or anything like that. But it, it's we we will say we, we will sing and we will, we will mock and we will joke. But we won't cross lines, you know. And a bit of you know, profanity is not unheard of in a football match, especially in a men's game. Um, no, oh god, don't you, even go there. But you don't. But there are some chants, especially in men's football, that do cross the line. Um, yeah, you're not going to obviously repeat them here, and you don't get those chances of women's football. There is, there no, is a clean, it's a cleaner uh, game. I think you can have a objective, and that's really, uh, and that's one of the reasons I, I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely that, and 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 I, and I think you know we're, we're, we we try really hard to kind of like change words. So like, um, so like we had the Livermentos. No, hang on, not Livermento song. Um, oh yeah, no, so Star Girl. Obviously, it's the effing words in there. We're like, no, we can't have yeah. that. So we changed that one to. <laughs> so we changed that one to proper. So um, she's oh, proper yeah. dynamite, and you know, it's just little things like that. And, and it's just we're trying to get a songbook out there. We're just trying to, um, mm. you know, make it accessible for the kids because that's at the end of the day, that's who I want there and enjoying it and singing. Because some of them can have big lungs on them. They can. <laughs> They can oh. beat me most of the time, um, we've, and we've I just got want a few noisy kids at Meadow Park. That's for sure. We've got a few, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, we we it's it's just trying to adapt songs, but not too much, but also just to kind of um, yeah, just to get as many going as possible. And we like I, I mean I'm, I'm here. Uh, I know that you guys like to sing about Tottenham, um, and, and you know that they can mm. be. We try not to during these well, sort of know. Yeah, these sort of games. We won't sing about Tottenham. It'll be exactly. if we do play them. We will always yeah, be exactly. Exactly, you're not going to be doing that. So that's that's brilliant. Um, and uh, it's it's. I mean, we had we had Birmingham at Tottenham, and um, there were these kids, and they started. Uh, they just started in the shed, started singing. If you are blue, you are poo, and it was. <laughs> 
I mean, you could, you could, you could, I, I, we, we the, the, you know, us adults were like wetting ourselves with laughter. It was brilliant. But then I had parents coming up to me going, look, I'm not, I'm not really not sure about that. It's, it's a bit of a hate speech. I'm like, what? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I now want to have something of that, that immaturity in the North Bank. Just, just, I know. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure who. Maybe maybe against Chelsea, you know, if you're wearing blue, you, you smell of poo or something. I can catch on. I think, I think we could, it could get it, it could. going around the end. <laughs> it didn't come from me, okay? Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, well, don't worry. It's not like this podcast is going to be going live and going on. <laughs> on oh, no. And Spotify. <laughs> no, my... my oh, don't. My... Um, my co-host, um, I have to say, she's actually a, a Chelsea supporter. Um, yeah, so she, I, I, I won't get away with that one if you if you start that and it's my fault. <laughs> Bless her. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, it goes. Yeah. So I, I think from a from a point of view of who will hurt you, um, we will give it our best shot. Uh, so all that's of them. <laughs> all of them. They're 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 all going to be up for it. Um, I, I don't envy Marianne at all with regards to who's going to play. Um, I do feel for some of the players who have been absolutely exceptional in our two Conti Cup games that we've played already. Um, but I just think if the intention is to really go at you guys, we'll, you'll see our first team. And yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I mean, you must have come across the likes of Katie Wilkinson. Katie Wilkinson. Names doesn't ring a bell for me, but. Sure, Matt... she, was she at Sheffield know. United? Um... <laughs> Was she brought from Sheffield United? No, it wasn't Sheffield United. I'm sure she was. I'm sure she was with the WSL team, but she was on the fringes, so she didn't get didn't get many matches from memory. So she um she was with Sheffield Sheffield United, uh, and I believe I think it was with that. Team. She's she's been Golden Boot winner twice in the in the um championship. Um, she came to us last season. Uh, yeah. And uh, she's oh, she's such a mature head, but she's such a she's such a baller. Um, her hold up play is amazing. She's un, she's unselfish. She's yeah, she's unselfish. Is that the right word? Um, she you know she doesn't. She just ah oh, her 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 eye for a pass, her hold up play, and the way that she can just do something with a ball. Um, yeah, she's phenomenal. We're really lucky to have her, and she's absolutely class. I love her. Um, she'll be definitely playing. And then you've got the likes of Molly Pike. Um, brilliant. She's she's uh, she was involved in all four goals that we had against Reading recently. Um, all of them, she either scored them herself or was the integral in the build up, or or was um, gave two assists. Just actually, absolutely, or won the penalty. Um, as I said, Lucia Kendall, Kira Walsh, Siley. Um, but then you can't like discount the likes of uh, Lexi, Lexi Lloyd-Smith, who, when she's brave, when she believes in herself, oh my God, that girl, you, you cannot control her. She is, you know, a, 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 she's, a, she's a nightmare for the um, for defence. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots of players. But then equally, you know, you could come up against Megan Wynn, who's my who's my little Miss Tenacious, as I call her. She's an absolute terrier. She's fabulous. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, nightmare cave. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot in our team who who we feel and who we will be 100% behind, um, and they they will they will absolutely relish this because it's it's not about the fact that we're playing you. It's about the fact where we want to be, and um, it's a chance for us to test ourselves. And we did it against Bristol. We did it against Coventry, as I said in the past. And it's a real benchmark for us. And um, yeah, we'll 100% give you a game. Absolutely, we're well, going to give remember, you a game. I remember some old country cups games. I've been going for some old highlights. We play teams like London Bees or LCL, and it's like 8 0 and 9 0. I don't want a game like that. I want this to be a proper. Oh, you're not going to get a game like that. Oh, I, I'm by the sound things. We're <laughs> going to get a proper tussle on the South Coast. And I don't think me and Matt can wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely cannot wait. I'm counting the days till I'm back down in Southampton. I love the city, I love the people. And oh, it's thank a, you. It's a great, it's a great place. It's a great, a great city, and it's a great club as well. And the women's team are very special, and they're definitely ones to keep an eye on if you are looking for for a, t- uh, for a team to keep an eye on in the championship. So just before we go, where can people find you, Jude? Um, it, you mean for like as in with the pod, or do you mean uh, yeah, actually with the both. games with the pods? Or pod, where where can they pod. find the supporters club club as well? So yeah, so we have we have uh, three Twitter handles on um, good old uh, Twitter or X as it now is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one calls it that, though, do we? Uh, so um, so obviously we're all Saints Pod, all Saints podcast, um, and then it's Saints fans. W1 or WC, which is our supporters group one, and then Southampton FCW1, which is our Saints fans handle. Um, we're on Facebook as well. You can find us there, uh, Southampton FC Women's Supporters Group. And then um, oh, we're also, um, uh, yeah, All Saints Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, although I'm not so good on that one. Um, I <laughs> <laughs> two social medias is great for me but anything more and I can start panicking um and uh yeah we haven't made it to TikTok or anything like that although we're we're heading that way we're, we're trying to enlist it's some younger people yeah I know right I know I know um yeah and um yeah before the game um we'll either be in Browns which is the um which is on Millbank Street which is near the stadium or we will be in the Gasworks, which is actually uh, in the stadium, but on the opposite side from... So you're, you guys are all going to be in the Northern, um, mm. if that's where you're sitting. Um, so if you then went to the right of the stadium, there's a bar in the, sta- in the stadium that you can probably be welcome in as well. Um, so we'll be there. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm really jealous of all those people who've gone and gone who've gone for hospitality um i've done hospitality once it's not me because i can't scream my little head off um so i will be sitting with the masses and um having hopefully making my voice known if it recovers um on on thursday but yeah all those people who are going to be in hospitality uh they're gonna i think they're going to be in, a, in for a real treat as well on thursday because we've managed to sell out pretty much all of that as well on, th- on, oh, Saturday, on thursday that's yeah fair, that's- Excellent. Yeah, um, in fact, yeah, it, all full stands are gonna are not gonna may not be full, but there's gonna be a lot of people. 
in all well, in, in each stand, which I is unheard of for us. I'm hoping to do plenty of noise and plenty of calls for noise. Um, yeah. If you want to follow me and follow my exploits, winding up other football fans, um, which brings oh god, then. no, no greater level of joy, you know, in life than than poking the bears <laughs> with the many uh, rival WSL clubs. Um, <laughs> then you can follow me at Adam Salter Four. Wonderful. We've already had right, a then. couple of bites from Chelsea and United fans over the couple oh, of days yes. about <laughs> attendances. So it's been a wild morning, shall we? Oh, say, really? In the world uh... of <laughs> You can can find me at MattLR28 or you can also follow us on the at VAW podcast. That is all for our match day preview. I want to thank Jude for joining us from the Saints podcast. All Saints podcast. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure having you on and hopefully we can have you on again soon. Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season. I'm Pleased to see you guys got some points and are moving up that table. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that must have been a bit of a nerve wracker at the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rocky and, start. Rocky start. Yeah, yeah. Getting there now. We're getting there. Yeah, um, yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea going into their last season with uh, Emma Hayes. Oh, she's only yeah. surely she's only got one thing on her mind. So um, yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see what you guys do. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. an eye on for definitely and uh, that is all for us as we've run out of time so th- thank you so much for joining us and hope to hear you from the next time goodbye yeah see you later